You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of the podcast. Hope you all are doing fantastic out there in Cougar Nation. Plenty to get to ahead on today's episode of the podcast. We break down what we learned from Kalani Sitake's weekly media session ahead of the USF matchup this weekend. Point spread, very wide in this contest, but some very interesting comments about Kalani Sitake, about his team. One piece of bad news on the injury front, we'll talk about that. And of course, we will catch you guys up on everything else you need to know as a BYU fan here on a Tuesday, including the other sports in action this week and how they're performing early on. A quick reminder for you guys before we get rolling here to make sure you check out the Locked On Big 12 podcast. Josh Neighbors hosts it daily and they cover everything going on in BYU's new conference. Obviously the Cougars are not going to be in the Big 12 for a couple of years, but why not stay up to date on all things going on with the schools that BYU will be joining forces with in the near future? Download it or listen to it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, without further ado though, let's Dive on in on a Tuesday. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for September 21st, 2021. It's September 21st, baby, and we are celebrating. Yes, I love this song. It is an all-time banger, if you will. I love Earth, Wind & Fire. It's one of the groups I grew up listening to with my father. And when it comes to September 21st, folks, I am going to be listening to this song on loop all day long, and we're going to celebrate. All right, what's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I, of course, work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, as the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning in my day job. And a big thank you for joining us right here on your only daily podcast focused on all things BYU. Yet another reminder for you guys, if you're just joining us for the first time, and trust me, There are thousands of you who are supporting this podcast who may have just discovered us. You guys, by the way, just to kind of pull back the curtain a little bit, this podcast, of course, each week, the Locked On Podcast Network, we are sending out kind of metrics and statistics of how the podcast network is going, how everything's going on the individual channels. Of course, we have the NFL, MLB, all that stuff. On the College Football Channel, folks, you guys consistently have had Locked On Cougars ranked in the top 10, but we accomplished something this past week I have never done before in my three-plus years working with this network, and that is Locked On Cougars is the number two podcast on the Locked On College Football Channel. Only one podcast is outdoing us, and that is our friends down at Auburn. Zach Blackerby, one of the original college hosts with myself. We kind of helped launch the college arm of the Locked On Podcast Network. Folks, I've always, been, like I said, consistently been inside the top 10, typically set around the 5 to 7 mark in terms of the overall numbers. You folks, you fans out there in Cougar Nation have driven us to number two. And I have hopes if you guys will continue to share this with your family and friends and continue to listen to this podcast every day that we can unseat Zach Blackerby and hit number one in the relatively near future. Will it take some work? Absolutely. 
but I believe it can be done. And a big thank you for supporting this venture. Thank you for your belief in myself. Thank you for interacting with me. Thank you for just being a part of this. It's fun to do. I truly believe you guys will be a smarter BYU fan by listening to this podcast every day. And the way you do that is by downloading the show, supporting us, and making sure you listen Monday through Friday. Even on the weekends, we do some of these special editions as we look back on the wins shortly after they conclude. Your guys' support has been absolutely critical, and I thank you for the support once again. Now, let's get down to business and talk about what we learned from BYU football media availability yesterday. Let's start off with the bad news. Kalani Satake hit it right off the top. Keenan Peely is done for the year. We'll let Kalani Satake explain the injury status of his team because there were a number of guys who were beat up in that win over Arizona State. Here's Kalani on BYU's health status. Everybody should be back except for one, and that's Keenan Peely, who we lost for the season. He uh, tore his ACL, and so he'll be out. He'll be um, still rehabbing and getting ready for surgery uh, in a couple weeks. And then uh, we're still going to need him as a leader. He's a captain, so we're going to need him leading our team still. And and, uh, he has a purpose and a role for us. It just has changed. So with that, we're going to rely on some of the depth at linebacker step up and have a lot of confidence in Kevin Kloon as their coach and the young men in that room. And Keenan does as well. So I had a great conversation with him and looking forward to his role changing, but also having an impact and influence in our program. Losing Keenan Peely hurts, folks. Let's be frank about this. He may have been BYU's best defensive player on a pretty good defense overall. He was leading BYU in tackles once again for the third straight game when he went down injured with that knee injury, and it didn't look good when he went down. It did not look good when the trainers were doing those knee tests to check on the integrity of the ligaments in his knee right there on the field. He was on crutches after the game. The word was that he was going to go for an MRI over the weekend and obviously confirm their worst fears. ACL tear, he is done for the year. As you also heard Kalani say that he will continue to be a leader for this team. He has earned the respect of his teammates. Keenan Peely has a future in the NFL whenever he decides that he's done or he exhausts his eligibility. Will he have to work his way back into playing shape? No doubt. But I have full expectation that this injury happening in September now, with how quickly guys are coming back from ACLs anymore, I would not be surprised to see him out there starting game one next year for the Cougars. I will bet on that. I think that will happen, barring something significant in his injury rehab or maybe more damage to his knee than originally feared. But losing him hurts. The good news is guys like Ben Bywater, who is now listed as the starter at that Mike linebacker position, replacing Keenan Peely, are more than capable of helping pick up the slack. Will they be the same type of player? No, they will not. And it'll probably be a group effort to try and replace his production. You're going to have guys like Josh Wilson stepping in. Morgan Piper. Kalani talking went through a whole list of guys he expects to help step up and fill that void. But guys like Max Tooley and Peyton Wilgar, they are very, very good in their own right. They will now have the opportunity to really kind of pick up where Keenan Peely left off and carry this defense forward. It's been a very, very good start to the season for BYU defensively. And I fully expect that they will just kind of pick up the slack, and Keenan Peely will be right there along for the ride. He'll be sharing his insight. He'll be watching film, saying, hey, check on this. You need to do that. He can be a coach now that he's on the sidelines for some of these younger players and get them playing at a higher level. And that's what I would expect. It was Kalani Satake expects, as you heard him talk about. So we'll find out how things are going to go, but I think that the loss of Keenan Peely cannot be overstated. Really really good player and 
it hurts to lose a guy like that. Now, on the positive side of things, guys like Elisa Tuiaki have been very, very good this season at calling very good games, having good game plans going into the contest, and his counterpart on the offensive side, and even the special teams coordinator, Ed Lamb, so uh, in that case, Aaron Roderick on the offense, Ed Lamb with special teams, they've been very, very good. And Kalani Sitaka, I asked him the question, what is your trust level in these coordinators? Why do you allow them to go out there and really just run, as uh, Scott Gerard highlighted me on Twitter for saying, they're little fiefdoms. Here you go. Yeah, I have a lot of trust in those guys. Those men have helped me build this program. And so I have a lot of trust in what they do and how they call a game. I've been involved in the meetings. I've seen their game plan. I watch their practices. I see what they're trying to accomplish and have a lot of trust in them. And that's what our culture is about is that we trust the guys in their roles and empower them and then see how they can flourish. And then I'm just there along the way. If there's anything to help out, I'm there to help. I'm very fortunate to have wonderful coaches that work for me. And I think a lot of people forget about our support staff and forget about our graduate assistants and our analysts, all those people do some wonderful things for us from anyone in this building, from our strength coaches to trainers, to everybody that's involved, equipment people, everyone has their roles. And I'm very fortunate to have great leaders in all those positions to help us function at a high level. And, and, and I'm over here complaining that we should play better. And so it's nice to work with people that want to keep getting better and want to perform at their best. I think all the credit gets sometimes given to the guys on the field, but there's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes that if we didn't have them and we didn't have wonderful people that are working there, it wouldn't be as clean. Kalani Satake played for one of the great delegators in the history of college football in Lavelle Edwards. He learned a lot from his mentor, the guy that he credits most with getting him into the coaching ranks, a guy that he has tried to emulate his entire time while coaching at BYU. And that's why he has put guys or empowered guys like Elisa Tuiaki, Ed Lamb, and also Aaron Roderick, along with the assistant coaches working underneath each of those guys in their position groups to be kind of the master of their room, be the king or chief of their fiefdom. I'm going to stick with that term because Scotty really thought it was funny. So nonetheless, I think there's a big opportunity here for Kalani Satake to continue to allow his guys to do their thing because it's coming up sixes right now. BYU can do no wrong, seemingly. They're 3-0. and They're ranked 15th in the country. They have won 14 of their last 15 games. But with that success comes attention for Kalani Satake and his coaches. We'll explain more of what I'm talking about here in just a moment. Now, today's show is brought to you in part by our friends over at Prize Picks. If you guys want to have some fun when you're watching college football on the weekends, I want to encourage you guys to check out what our friends over at Prize Picks are doing. It's daily fantasy made easy. Let me explain. Prize Picks offers more college football props than anybody else in the world and offers all the star players from the Power Five as well as mid-major players you may not have ever heard of. They offer any prop you can think of under the sun interceptions thrown, yardages, touchdowns, and it's an over-under contest. So all that you do is you pick two to five players in an over-under on their projections, and you win up to 10 times back on any entry, and it's just you versus those projected numbers. Really, really simple. The best part is prize picks allows it mixed sport entries. So even if you have an interest in the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, golf, whatever it might be, you actually can cross over and have those mixed sport entries as well. Of course, you can do this online at their website, prizepicks.com, or you can download their award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play and get in on the action. The best part is, Entries can be made in just 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. And Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out PricePicks.com right now or go to your app store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. 
Today's podcast is brought to you in part by our friends over at Rock Auto. Of course, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models across all lines of vehicles, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store or dealership to stock all the parts you need. Why would you go there, have them pull up their computer and say, okay, I have option A or option B because they really only have two options to order from the warehouse that supplies their store. You can save time and money by going to our friends at rockauto.com. And the best part is they got every manufacturer and every part under the sun available to you guys. It's really, really simple. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% markup for the same parts from that chain store or car dealership when you can go to a family-owned company that's been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years at rockauto.com? Rock Auto's prices are always reliably low for every customer, and they've got everything you could ever need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. They've got it all for you. So go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution for all of your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write Locked On or Locked On Cougars in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. That's rockauto.com. As I alluded to, we want to talk for a minute here about the attention that is going to come BYU's way, and it's already coming their way. Mitch Harper did some really cool research and something I didn't put together, but since BYU lost against USF back in 2019, many of you will recall, it was Jaron Hall's first start as BYU quarterback. He was knocked out early in that game, and USF rallied to down BYU, and it was a very disappointing loss. Uh, Many of you will recall how raw the emotion was after losing that game. But since that time, BYU has an absolutely gaudy record of 19-3. and And Mitch did the research on this, and he asked Kalani Sitake, what has been the key to you guys putting up that type of a record, 19-3 and over your past 22 games, since that loss against USF? And here's what Kalani had to say with regards to what they have stuck to and what they have done to be as consistent and as good as they have been over the past two seasons plus. I was just sticking to our identity and our belief in the system, you know, staying the course. I think that that's the idea is, is to keep reemphasizing our strengths, what our identity, our program is all about, and keep focusing on the culture. That's something that we've been really focused on as a program. Be proud of what you do and who you do it for. We just happen to play football and, and be in this high sense of gratitude and appreciation for what we get to do. So I've seen the young men and their approach and the coaches really buy into what we get to do. And it just happens that we get some wins along the way. But right now, our focus is week to week and right now it's South Florida and things that we can improve on but man there's been such a great foundation of some really cool things that have happened in the last few years. Folks that identity that foundation everything that Kwani has done to build this consistent winner we have seen over the past two years uh, we're I guess a season and a half or so it's all been done and it's garnering attention from some pretty big programs. There have been rumors out there obviously USC has made a move they have fired Clay Helton as their head coach Folks, the interest in Kalani Sitake is absolutely real, especially considering BYU over their past 15 games, as mentioned earlier on on today's show, they are 14-1. When you win at a consistently high clip, you are going to have programs who are going to come calling, and Kalani Sitake is a guy that is going to be headhunted by some of the biggest programs out there because of what he has built at BYU. Now, I'm not saying that USC is going to hire Kalani, but 
in talking with multiple people who are more familiar with the situation than even I am, and I feel like I'm pretty familiar with the situation, Kalani Satake is absolutely a target, or at least a candidate, for the open job at USC. The Trojans obviously are a glitzy program. They want to win the press conference. They also want to win at an extremely high level. Would Kalani Satake be the sexy name that is going to win you the press conference? Maybe not. But the one thing you can guarantee is they know what Kalani Satake is doing in building BYU and what he has done to build BYU. BYU has not shown Kalani Satake enough love to make him feel wanted and as loyal as he probably should or could be to the Cougars. This is a guy who grew up, let's be clear about this, a BYU fan. He lived his childhood dream going to play for the legendary Lavelle Edwards. He got into coaching trying to emulate his coaching mentor and Edwards and also working for guys like Kyle Whittingham, etc. He understands what it takes to build a successful program. We are seeing right now the fruits of that program building. But BYU, for whatever reason, and I cannot explain why they have done this, they have slow played Kalani Satake. They have been slow to really buy into what he is doing. Whether that is them holding on to something from the first two years when things were a little bit off the rails inside the BYU football program with Kalani running things, Whatever it might be, they have not shown him the love that he deserves and the love that he would like to see, the, the just kind of the, the, the loving that you see for guys like Mark Pope. Mark Pope got a contract extension after exactly one season on the job at BYU. Was it a very successful season? No doubt. But Kalani Satake's first season, he went 9-4. and four. Where was the extension for four or five years when he went 9-4 and four in his first year? There wasn't any. He got slow played, got that contract extension finally when Tom Homo walked in there and unzipped the jacket and said, extend Kalani, and they gave him the contract extension. They recently also gave him a two-year contract extension, and it gave him some additional money. I don't have exact figures. We never will have that because BYU is a private university and thereby is not subject to FOIA laws, but... He has not been given the loyalty, the love, whatever you want to call it, by BYU that engenders him to go to USC and say, you know what, thanks, but no thanks, I'm going to stick here in Provo. The other thing you have to factor into this, folks, is the payday. BYU, they have boosters who I believe would be willing to step up and foot the bill to make it... Okay. To make it uh, worth staying in Provo, I believe there are people out there who'd be willing to step up and do that. The problem is, and this is another thing against BYU and the hierarchy down there, and I don't want to come off as a BYU hater, let's be clear about this, but there are dynamics inside BYU and inside BYU athletics, for whatever reason, that they feel like that they can go out there, pay less, and do more. Well, guess what? When you have coaches who consistently win programs like USC, they're going to come calling with massive paydays. We saw Bronco Mendenhall go and make $3 million to start out at Virginia, and BYU didn't even sniff at trying to keep him. Uh, Tom Homo in that press conference said, he was asked the question, did you try and keep him? He said, "Mm, no. They need to be very careful here, folks. I know that there is a coaching pool out there that BYU could could dive into if Kalani Satake were to leave. It is my sincere belief that BYU would be worse off losing Kalani Satake than maybe at any point in the past 20 plus years as a program. This would be an unimaginable loss for BYU to have Kalani Satake move on and go have success at a place like USC. 
Would he always have his love for BYU? Yes. He has admitted during his decade-long tenure up at the University of Utah, he always rooted for BYU. BYU, he bleeds blue. The Cougars are his team. Will BYU step to the forefront and take care of this man and keep him here and keep him winning at a high level and keep him building something that can be very, very special? Only time will tell, but it is my sincere belief that Kalani Satake will entertain the overtures from programs like USC. He loves BYU, but there is a dollar figure and there is a loyalty factor that plays into all of this. And at some point, it becomes too much to say no to, and Kalani Satake could be on the move. Is he going to be on the move? I don't believe so at this juncture quite yet. But he very well could be. And it is my hope and it is my prayer that BYU will step up, take care of this man, and lock him in. It will take some changes with how BYU operates to do that. But they should do it because Kalani Satake has built a consistent winner. And it has attention of programs like USC. Kalani Satake is firmly on their radar. And he will probably get an invitation to apply and interview for that job down there in LA and folks they could do a lot worse at USC than hiring a guy like Kalani Satake take it for what it's worth you can believe me you don't have to believe me whatever you will but that is what I am hearing and what Kalani Satake talked about in building that program since that loss against USF they've gone 19 and 3 and that is going to get you noticed take care of this man. I know that the Big 12 is something that he can recruit to and hopefully will be a lure to keep him in Provo. But folks, as I mentioned, there comes a time, there comes a dollar figure, and there comes a chance to make generational wealth that you just cannot turn down. Could BYU take care of this man? I believe that they can, but they will have to change their ways if they want to make sure that he is as loyal to BYU as you would hope that he is. We'll see how it shakes out, but very, very interesting times ahead for the Cougars. All right, we will round out today's show here in just a moment with some other news and notes involving BYU and also some of the stuff from the press conference you may not have heard or stuff that I wanted to highlight. We'll touch on all of that in just a second. Today's show is brought to you in part by our friends over at Bet Online. It is the number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. They have a brand new updated website and an interface with even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100 to take advantage of that 100% welcome bonus. From football to basketball to golf to baseball, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the amazing offers available to you guys from our friends at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. And remember, use that promo code NFL 100 to get that 100% welcome bonus. It's all courtesy of Ben Online, your online sportsbook experts. One final time out on today's show to talk about our friends over at Elevate Fitness. Rich Hart is the owner over at Elevate, and he's actually a longtime listener of this podcast. Funny enough, he listens to it in his hot tub every single day. And Amber Roberts, I know that you're listening to this, and you mentioned the fact that you listen to it in the hot tub. Maybe we've got a little revolution going on here with people listening to this podcast in the hot tub. Sounds like a great way to enjoy the podcast. But nonetheless, Rich heard me talking about, and this goes back about eight months ago, that I was overweight, wasn't feeling very good about 
about my weight. And he reached out to me and said, Jake, I want you to come check out what we got going over here at Elevate Fitness and more importantly, Insulin IQ. I was overweight, folks, uh, checking in at around 270 pounds, not in a good place. And I tried a few different things to try and lose weight, but just really didn't have a concrete plan of how to attack it. Well, Rich sat me down and kind of explained what was going on. And he explained what insulin and insulin resistance does to weight loss and folks Everything that he has taught me, I have put into practice, and over the past seven or so months, I have dropped 45 pounds. I weigh less now than when I played high school football over 15 years ago. Absolutely incredible. It's been a life-changing experience for me, and I hope it will be a life-changing experience for you as well. I want you guys to go and check it out. You can go to insuliniq.com slash elevate and learn more about the system. And the best part is it's remarkably simple, folks. That is part of why I like it so much is the simplicity of it all. Controlling insulin is the key to weight loss and metabolic health. Dr. Ben Bickman over at BYU has done all this research. He's a partner with Rich, and it's the baseline for all that they do over at Elevate Fitness. So once again, go to insuliniq.com slash elevate and you can get a free initial consultation with Rich Hart for free online and there is no obligation beyond that. He'll sit down with you for 15 to 20 minutes via Zoom chat or if you want to go visit them in person, they're located right there in Orem. Be happy to explain what's going on and if you want to continue, great. If you don't, no harm, no foul. You found out what you could, and you move on with that. The best part about it, their facility over there in Orm, it's a 147 West, 400 North. They're actually BYU athletes, both former and current, who work out there from time to time. So you may run into a cougar or two while you're there at Elevate Fitness. Give it a shot, folks. You have nothing to lose. That's insuliniq.com slash elevate. Tell them that Jake Hatch and Locked On Cougar sent you when you stop by. Before we go here on this Tuesday edition of the show, many people out there are very much concerned about the health status of Jaron Hall. He took a massive shot on that helmet-to-helmet shot that probably should have been flagged for targeting, but I digress on that. Later in the game, obviously, against Arizona State, he left the game after, as he described, falling on the ball and having the wind knocked out of him. We had a 300-pound defensive lineman also land on him and had a very suspicious knee head him right there in the ribs. So obviously, his health status is of concern. Kalani Satake is kind of the last clip I wanted to play on today's show. Address Jaron Hall's health status directly and says not to worry. Everybody will be ready to go. Sweet. People are sore. He had some big boys landed on him. And how come no one's talking about the old linemen and how sore they are? Everybody's sore. It's okay. We go out and work hard and, and try to run the soreness out. But that's nobody's 100% right now. We just need to be close to it by the time we get to game time on Saturday night. So there you have it, folks. Take it or leave it. And of course, I'll be talking with our practice insiders who feed us information out of practice. Nobody gets the insight that we get here on this podcast. And anything I learn, I'll be happy to pass along to you guys throughout the week week. A couple other notes before we go on today's show. The BYU Women's Golf Program continues playing the Mercedes-Benz Collegiate Championship in Knoxville, Tennessee. It's at the Cherokee Country Club. First round action was yesterday. They wrap up play in that tournament today. We'll have a recap of how things went for the Cougars on tomorrow's podcast. They did win their season opening tournament in New Mexico last week, so they're off to a solid start this year. Speaking of BYU Women's Golf, the men's tennis program is also playing host to the ITA Mountain Region Championships. It is the 
the opening tournament of the fall season. A number of teams from around the region, including Utah, etc., are coming to Provo. Uh, this tournament, or the doubles and singles format tournament, will be taking place today through the 25th of September. So it's an all-week affair. It'll be the indoor tennis courts, excuse me, the outdoor tennis courts, excuse me, there at BYU. If you want to go watch some tennis action, some of the best college players from the region, you can go out and check that out. It goes on all week long. Best of luck to the coaching staff and the players with BYU men's tennis as they host that tournament. Should be a great opportunity for them to get their season off to a solid start as well. All right, that is going to do it for today's edition of the podcast. A big thank you, as always, as I mentioned, for your guys' support. We're driving towards number one, and that is our goal. A heads up, tomorrow we announce how we're giving away tickets, a pair of tickets for free to the USF game this Saturday night. You will not want to miss it. We'll let you guys know how you can go about winning those tickets on tomorrow's podcast. It'll be a simple format, but the only way you learn how to do it is by listening to this podcast. I do not uh, talk about giving away tickets on social media. It's just something I'm doing for those of you who listen religiously to this podcast. You guys will be in the know, and of course, you'll have your opportunity to go out and support the Cougars this Saturday night. So stay tuned for that on tomorrow's show. In the meantime, follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Search out Locked On Cougars. My personal Twitter feed is Jacob C. Hatch. And as always, the email address for this podcast is really simple. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. That's going to do it. Hope you guys are all doing great out there wherever you might be and whenever you might hear this. Have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for September 21st, 2021. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Do you remember?